Okay, so it's okay. We are live. Okay. And it looks like uh, nobody's on yet, but we we oh. are live. We are we are on uh, we are on YouTube live. And so I will start this. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. I am Peter Goldstein, and I have a very special guest with us today, and I'll introduce her in a second. But first, let me tell you just a little bit about our work and our passion. I'm Peter Goldstein, founder of We Did It.Health and Chief Synergy Officer. Our mission is to inspire hopeful curiosity in people who are not yet vegan or plant-based because we know that that's where the world needs to be and we all need to be whole food, plant-based or vegan. And we need to do that for our health. We need to do that for animal compassion. We want to do that for climate healing. And it certainly is also the solution for, for world hunger. So very important reasons, but I know that you know all that. And and so thank you for joining us. Please, uh, if you're on YouTube or if you're not, please subscribe to our channel. We did it that health on YouTube. Uh, come to our Facebook groups, Vegan and WFPB Ambassadors, and, uh, and please join us there. Um, and with that, I am really honored and so thrilled to introduce Linda Middlesworth. She's a an amazing leader in vegan activism, and she's also a nutritional coach, and she's just doing magnificent things in this world. And we are so honored to have Linda talking about compassion and action because this is February, this is Valentine's month, and we love animals. So with that, here's Linda, and welcome, Linda. Thank you so much, Peter, for that wonderful welcome. Um, I'm so honored to be here with you and your group. You're doing amazing things uh, to spread the message that we need to get to everybody. And, I, and you're right. February is the love month. And I call it the compassion month, too, because we need to have compassion not only for humans, but for all the other little beings in our world. Like the picture on my title, you know, there's a human eye and there's an animal eye. They feel pain. We feel pain. They feel joy. We feel joy. And we have to remember that we are not better than them, that we are equal to them, that they have rights and we have rights. But unfortunately, animals don't have a voice and we are able to dominate them. And the reason we're able to dominate them is we have well, we have tools like guns and arrows and fishing hooks, but we also have um, the ability to take docile animals and do whatever we want to them. We don't do it to hyenas because they might bite us. And so we do it to simple cows and pigs who are sweet and joyful beings. And so we do it to the creatures that don't fight back too easily. And this is a shame that we think we're so much better and that we should dominate them. Next, please. This is my family and I have 12 people and out of there I only have three who are vegan. Because I started so late myself, I had trained them so well to eat the other way. I was 44 before I found out. And so my kids were in college and they, you know, it was just a, um, a real shame. So the only vegans in this group here is my son on the left. And then my 
daughter-in-law on the right front and my little boy granddaughter grandson Timu right there the rest do not want to know one thing about this and even though I've been doing this for 35 years next all lives matter and I think most of you know that but a lot of people don't realize that it's not that people are mean or evil they just aren't aware yet of what's going on. Like I wasn't, I didn't know until I was 44. I thought I was intelligent, but I had no idea what was going on with the poor animals. So next please. In the earth, we have only 1% vegans right now. So we really have to grow this quickly or we won't even have an earth. Uh, the United Kingdom is number one in the vegan population. And Israel's not behind, not far behind, and we're not too bad. UK is about 15% vegan, and the United States is 10%. Um, and then Portland, Oregon is our number one vegan city. Uh, so and the average age of a vegan is 42. I thought that was interesting. It's kind of right pack in the middle, isn't it? Next, please. So this wonderful man named Donald Watson, the year I was born, by the way, which I think is significant. I don't know why that's significant, but he, on the, on the year that I was born, created the word vegan because he didn't like to uh, eat dairy and eggs. So he took the first three letters of vegetarian and the last two and stuck them together to make the word vegan. So it's not a mean word. A lot of people think vegans are crazy. Vegans are have to strict their diet so much. They think all these horrible things about vegans. But um, it was really to not hurt any other beings. It's all, it's all about compassion and not hurting anybody else. So, and that can be, go back as far as uh, Pythagoras and uh, Jainism and the Greek philosophers, Pythagoras. I mean, this was known already, but not everybody was doing it, of course, because we did this horrible start of um, processing food. Uh, next, please. This is me. I actually threw away most of my fat pictures because I hated them so much. This is one of the few ones I have left. <laughs> and then um, that was when I was 44 years old and now I'm 79. And this is me at 79 on the two on the right. I teach aerobics, so I love my lifestyle. Go ahead. John McDougall's the one that saved my life 35 years ago. Um, and many other people, thousands of people I know. And you want to sign up for his 12-day program. He's the one I found out from reading his book that you just read the book and then you could do it. Or you can join his program. I just read the book and it made complete sense because everybody got well. So I find that love for myself too is important and love for yourself is important. You need to love yourself enough to take care of yourself because if you don't feel good, you're not going to feel like doing anything for anybody else, right? Including the animals. So that's one reason why the first week I took care of myself and then somebody told me what happened to animals the dairy cows particularly and i said okay that's it i'm an animal rights activist on the spot so i just needed to be told next please so uh what i did is i read this 
before back then and when i was 44 he had a different book but now i ask you to read this book to get the general concepts behind how you can um love yourself first because we have to love ourselves first and you get to eat a lot of starch i myself eat about 10 to 15 potatoes a day and that's how i lost all the weight let's go ahead I also read back then Peter Singer's Animal Liberation. And that's when I knew I had to be an animal rights activist because I couldn't believe what we were doing to animals for our food. Because, you know, we go to the store and see these neat little packages in the aisles and we don't see the cow or the pig or the chicken. And we don't see them before they get to your plate. Next, please. And also John Robbins' Food Revolution. His son Ocean is running his program now but he was huge in helping me change my food. Next, please. Okay, I started the Sacramento Vegan Society, I think in 2008, I'm not sure. And we have uh, well over 5,000 people in there now. I'm so excited. We put on events, we put on dine outs, we put on potlucks and we put on movie night and things like that, especially now that COVID's over. Next, please. This is one of our dine outs. Lots of fun. Next, please. And this is when I go to fairs, I usually bring my Sacramento Vegan Society sign and do a booth. And I get lots of people interested when I do those fairs. Next, please. That's my logo for a business I started, Vegan Mentor. Um, I started that so I could coach people. Um, I'm certified with uh, Dr. Uh, Neil Bernard in Food for Life, Nutrition and Cooking Classes. I'm certified in the Starch Solution with Dr. John McDougall. And I have my e uh, Cornell certification in plant nutrition from T. Colin Campbell. And yeah, a bunch of things. So I felt I was, was able to start my vegan mentor business so I could help other people. I run a 30-day program where you can learn from me how to eat a whole food plant diet, not just the processed, not processed food. Because when we eat the processed food, we don't get quite well, even though it's vegan and it's very nice for the animals, it is not helping you. Next, please. This is one of my early clients on, she came to my aerobics class and she said, oh, I'm in your class, Linda, because I teach aerobics and still at the age of 79, by the way, and love it. But um, Margie came to my class and she said, Linda, I got to take your class because I need to lose weight. And I said, Margie, you're not going to lose weight here. I want you here because you need to work out for your endorphins and for your immune system and your bones and all kinds of things. But you're not going to lose weight. So I put her on my 30 day vegan health watch program. She lost 80 pounds. And then she went on to lose even more. And then she got featured in Women's Day. So that was great. Next, please. Dr. Neil Bernard is my boss for Food for Life. If you don't know Dr. Neil Bernard, please look him up. He has wonderful books and recipes and um, shows online. Just fabulous. So he, he helped me to teach the cancer classes and the diabetes classes, which I do. Next, please. That's my business card that I give to everybody I see. I just walk by and I say, here's my card. Let me help you. <laughs> People don't get very far beyond me. 
as my partner will know, he says, oh my God, not again. I said, yeah, you never know when somebody might take it. <laughs> okay, next. That's me teaching a food for life class. Next. And this is my, my late husband and I started, uh, we love animals so much. And you can do things like this. You can start your own vegan product. But this was our vegan product for dogs. We did all the research to find out they would be healthy because they're like our children, you know. So, um, and just um, as of two days ago, we announced they had a huge study for V-Dog. And they found out that it's got stellar, stellar report for being health healthy for dogs. So it's fabulous. I'll show you that report online. Go ahead. And that's my late husband and I, he died in 2014. So I miss him, but he was a good vegan. <laughs> he went right along with all of it and he helped me. He and I started V-Dog Food together because he really loved animals too. Next, please. This is my son who took over the uh, business when my husband died and he's doing a great job. So he um, lives in San Francisco and he's just doing a bang up job. We also have V Planet around the world. Next, please. Oh, this is me with the V dog at a booth again. Next, please. And then I, I do things for Sacramento Animal Rights. We visit farms, well, we did before COVID. And I think I'm gonna start visiting uh, Animal Place, which is near me now. Um, we actually had my husband's memorial there. So I'm very close to the people from the animal, uh, animal place, which is located in California and other animal, uh, sanctuaries. I like them all farm sanctuary in New York used to be in California. So I'm friends with them too. So one of the things that you can do to help animals is to go and visit and take your children. So your children learn the compassion to animals that they're not pieces of meat on their plate. They're not wings to be eaten. They're wings to be held and loved like I do. So, because, and when we teach our children this, this is where we get the message that animals are loved, to be loved and not harmed. So let's do that for our children. Next, please. Uh, my first award was within defense of animals. I don't even remember what I did, but I did something. <laughs> It was a long time ago, but they're a great group too. If you want to be compassionate yourself and be active in compassion, you know, if you just eat a whole, if you just eat a vegan diet or a plant diet, plant exclusive diet, I'm happy with whoever you are already. You are a wonderful human being for knowing about this, for doing it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and so if that's all you want to do, I'm fine with that. That's okay. Maybe you don't have time in your life right now. Maybe you have little kids running around and a lot of animals and you just don't have time. I understand. But if you do have any time at all left over, what I would like you to do is get involved, like with these groups, like in Defense of Animals, Mercy for Animals, Humane Society of the United States. There's so many to do. PETA. So if you want to help, just join and they'll tell you what to do. And it really helps spread the message for the animals. Next, please. 
Oh, uh, Ingrid, I got to meet her personally and she's, she's been my speaker and she started when, when she was a really young lady. And I think her first experience was she saw a dog, a pregnant dog that must've gotten hit by a car and dragged itself over to these houses, but nobody did anything. She got out of the car and she was all of 115 pounds and a pregnant dog with broken legs. And she went to the door, it was Christmas time. And she went to the door next door and knocked on the door and said, please help me. I need to get this dog to the hospital. And she was all dressed up in her Christmas clothes. And she said, honey, we got a lady at the door. So there's a dog out here that needs help. And he said, not my problem. It's Christmas. Shut the door or something like that. So she shut the door. So little Ingrid dragged with a chain this dog up into her car or whatever and got the dog safe. But anyway, it's just that started PETA. That's why she started PETA. She couldn't stand people not helping when there was a need for it. And that started the whole thing. Isn't that wonderful? She's just a wonderful lady. I'll go next. Well, this is me. I won the PETA Sexiest and so did Eric too. Um, PETA Sexiest Vegan Over 50 Award, which was kind of fun. Go ahead. Next. This is the face of cashmere. You don't want to have any kind of clothing with cashmere or wool or silk or or any of the animal products, alligator skin, you know, all those big companies like Urban Outfitters and and uh, have all these, and even Macy's and have all these fur and leather items. This is what it looks like. It is cruel and they die. It isn't a simple taking the fur off to use. They die and they go right down to the skin when they take it off. You know, it is just awful. So please... Think about that before you buy anything with um, leather on it or wool or silk or cashmere or alligator or monkey, whatever. They use everything now. Um, I have a, I know of a contact now who started making non-leather footballs, baseballs, soccer balls, all non-leather. Think about that. The numbers of sports items or that are used with leather. So I it's called Echo Sport. So if you can get your children those to play with, please do. We need to stop promoting this horrible event. Thank you. Next. This is Judy Mancuso. I won an award here for having so many compassionate people in my group. And she's an amazing woman in legislation and I think she's running for office now this year. So I'm really hoping she can make it because um, she gave an award to Phil. I think his name is Phil. You know, uh, what's the name of that shampoo? Oh, darn. Paul Mitchell. His name is Paul. Anyway, Paul Mitchell's had a shampoo and everything. I think you've seen them in the store. He got an award alongside me because in China they said, We'll only take your product if you test on animals. And he said, no, then I'm not going to China. And they let him in anyway. So he he got by the animal testing with his product, which is an amazing feat. Next, please. Um, oh, this was the award for that night. So next, please. 
I speak all over the place, schools, libraries, the Renaissance, rotaries, restaurants, bedfests, and fairs. Wherever I can get my big mouth open, I'm there. Okay, next. <laughs> yeah, me speaking again. Next, please. I get got to feature be featured in the health magazine. Next, please. Yeah, there's an article on me there. Next, please. And I was in the Sacramento magazine too. Next. And I put on events like Go Compassionate Live and I had Ingrid and uh, Jonathan Balcom and Melanie Joy. Oh my goodness, wonderful people. Next, please. And I put on events with Dr. McDougall and all these wonderful speakers. I had nine that time. Next, please. And then I got to go to Texas and be a speaker for Rowdy Girl. If you haven't heard of Rowdy Girl, remember, she's the one that had a movie made of her because she saw her husband. She was a singer, but her husband had a, a cow ranch and she used to sing to the cows. And then they would, this red truck would come and pick them up and take them to slaughter. And all, she fell in love with the cows and she told her husband, nope. You're not taking one more cow. I'm going to buy the cows from you, but you're not taking one more cow to slaughter. If you want to see a fun movie, watch that one. And uh, she has a new movie coming out very soon, too, called Rowdy Girl. So you want to follow her and become a member because what she's also doing, which is, which is something you can help farmers do, if you know any farmers and you know stuff about farming, please go talk to them because she's, that group is, uh, has a group called RAP. Um, which is um, Rancher Advocacy Program. What they're doing is changing the product line. So getting people to go from cow ranches, pig ranches, whatever, chicken ranches, and grow something like mushrooms or almonds or something we eat and we need. Because right now we use 45% of our arable land uh, we only have 45% of our arable left, right? We, it's 45% is used for livestock. Oh, yeah. We use that for livestock. We use 45% of our land for livestock, either growing the food or eating the, or breeding them. And we have to stop this breeding. We need the land for ourselves to grow food, and we don't want to hurt them anyway. Let's go ahead, please. And I make t-shirts. This is one of my favorites and one of my favorite vegan activists. She goes alongside me to all my vegan activism. Next, please. That's my granddaughter. Unfortunately, she's not vegan. And it's very sad to me because she's on the horrible keto diet, which promotes animal products. She already had her gallbladder out, but her doctor said her food was fine. So this is a real shame that we have this going on. And she's going to have kidney problems. She's going to have liver problems. She's going to have heart problems later on. Yes, you could lose weight, but it's like being sick to lose weight. It's not a healthy way to lose weight. And she'll gain it back later. And it's just not okay. Next, please. Another t-shirt of mine. Next, please. <laughs> Next, please. Another. Go again. Go ahead. And that's the last one, I think. Go ahead. And I do artwork, too. I always draw animals a lot. Next. 
hot dog fatality. Next, please. If they could just see the animal in its real form, they wouldn't be able to eat it, right? Next, please. And that's a pig, distressed pig ceramic. Next, please. And this is a guy eating his steak dinner. Cowboy. Next. Oh, having a little milkshake. Next, please. That, she was the president of the American Medical Association when I painted that one. She had no clue as to tell people what food they should eat, but they but she did tell them what to eat, which was terrible for them. Next, please. Oh, there we go. Next, please. I like to draw piggies. Next. This is Hope. She has wonderful, um, not only events, but she just recently moved to Oregon. I'm jealous. I would like to live in Oregon, too, where Portland is the number one vegan community in the world. Anyway, she puts on great podcasts. You want to listen to her compassionate living. Next, please. That's one of her podcasts. Next, please. And that's uh, Karen Davis. She runs the United Poultry Concern, and she does everything for chickens. You want to sign up with her and get her. If you want to help animals, sign up for some of these people and watch, like Watch Hope, get her newsletter, get her um, monthly um, brochure, and that will help them continue on saving the animals. Next, please. This, oh, my goodness. Philip Wallen is, to me, the Martin Luther King of our movement. I want you to write this down because it will help you be more compassionate, too, because I listen to it once a month about now. I used to do it once a week just to inspire me. But it's a 10-minute speech. Everybody can listen to his 10-minute speech. He, he um, won the international debate with his one 10 minute speech. And you'll know why when you hear it, it's called well, get the animals off the menu at the international debate. So if you just Google, get the animals off the menu, Philip Woolen, you'll be right in it. His ability to explain and to say something in 10 minutes that just breaks your heart, but also gives you hope. Um, please listen to Philip Woolen. We're good friends. I talk to him about once a week. Go ahead. He lives in Australia. Oh, can you go back to that one, Peter? Philip was uh, vice president of Citibank when he was 37 years old. And he retired. He, get, he gave up Learjets and caviar, he said, to help animals. And he became a vegan. And he not only he gives all his money he made. He made a lot of money. And he gives it to all these animal protection groups like uh, the rhino uh, group, um, the monkeys. You know, he gives it every group you can think of to farm sanctuaries. He gives money to just so many people and groups, people, you know, it's all on protection, animals, people who protect animals. And it's fabulous. Thank you. Next, please. Oh yeah, that's it right there. Get the animals off the menu. And that's his wife tricks over there. Thank you. Next. This is Melanie Joy, one of my favorite, favorite people on earth. She was my speaker. If you want a book to show you how to be compassionate and understand why we love dogs, eat pigs, and wear cows, she's your girl. And she has a whole group of um, 
thing she does, like carnism group. Because what does anybody know what carnism means? It means people who eat meat. We never had a word for vegetarianism. We just called it um, carnism. You know, became natural and normal. People didn't think of um, that eating meat was anything odd. It was like it's just normal or or eggs or dairy. And she will explain that to you. It's fabulous. Next, please. Oh, this is one of my favorite guys, Peter Goldstein. And I'm so glad to be a part of this, a plant-based grassroots ambassador and soon to be an affiliate too. But anyway, he's so amazing in getting the word out. We're actually trying doing a survey where if you sign it, we want to get 1 million signatures if you're plant-based. And it just takes a few minutes. So if we send you that, please just fill out that little survey. And then he, and then you go to wedidit.health to find out more, how you can get involved. This is one way you can be compassionate for the animals because it involves not just health, but the animals and the environment, all of it. Being a plant-based person means you're helping with all of it. We want you involved, okay? Thank you, Peter, for this great organization. Next. Oh, this is my friend, JP. She runs the Center for Animal Protection and Education. The animals that were not wanted anywhere or rescued, she takes care of them and her group does. Fabulous person. You want to get to know them. They're in California, but sign up for them so you can help. Next, please. Oh, this is JP. Oh, this is one of my favorite speakers. He does, he, he's like Peter. He does everything. He does the health and he does the health and wellness, but he's also a compassionate person. He's like me. He goes to animal vigils. You know, he went to a pig slaughter just recently. And I have to say something right now that not even my vegans know about. Not even my vegans know this. And JP and I talk about it all the time. But unfortunately, the wonderful vegan cruise ships and the regular non-vegan cruise ships, some of them hold 10,000 people and they go on for months. Those cruise ships are so bad for the environment. Not just the, I think they can go two blocks, um, thousands and thousands of oil. You know, it's, it's just really inefficient travel. But it's for no reason. It's just for your pleasure that you're doing these trips and what these cruise ships do is they kill so many whales they don't even know they hit them and they drop to the bottom so and the manatees we're killing so many just from them running into them and then we're also the sonar sound is completely disrupting the the fish and they die they don't know where they're going and then we we also remove the red coral reef with those ships and we have I mean, the wastewater from the cruise ship. If you want to be compassionate, do not go, even on the vegan cruise ship, please. I have doctors who go on, vegan doctors who are going on these ships. And while it's nice and comfy and really fun, it's not great for our environment. It's terrible for our environment. If you want to know more, look up this group, Friends, Friends of the Earth, I think. Yeah, Friends of the Earth, that's it. Please look that up. Look up cruise ships in particular, and you will be so appalled. Think of all the poop and the waste and the uh, shower water, bath water that goes into the ocean. It becomes acidic, 
and the animals die. So we need to stop the cruise ships for no reason. I can understand the ship that's bringing wheat from Ukraine to the United States. We need that. But to do the pleasure trip to hurt the whales is not okay. Thank you. Next, please. Oh, vegan. Main Street Vegan Academy. This is Victoria Moranas. You can get certified with her group if you want to learn how to be more compassionate. You want to get certified with her. She has a great program everybody's enjoying so much. And they feel so good when they're done and get so much confidence to go forward. So I please join her group too. Thank you. Next. Oh, Sandra Higgins came to be my speaker um, from Ireland. She she did something interesting. She put a sign downtown. It said um, something about dairy and and um, the plant milks are are the real way to get calcium and everything. Well, the dairy industry sued her. And she, it was a big deal. The good news was it got so much notoriety. And thank God in the end, she won. They said, you're not allowed to call dairy, uh, your plant milk, dairy milk, and things like that. So uh, she's a wonderful lady. She came to speak here with me in Sacramento. Quite an honor. Thank you. Next. Oh, Eric Mills is one of my favorite persons on earth. He, um, he especially works on rodeos and he even did a movie called Bucking the Tradition. And if you want to help, you write with me. He sends me emails about once a day saying, please, comments needed. And he gives me the names of the newspapers that are promoting these rodeos. And they're getting bigger and stronger. And we need to stop this cruelty. They are terrified. The animals are terrified here. And then they have anything milk, milk, milking contests where they have kids doing it, teaching kids that animals don't have any pain, that we can take their milk. Uh, they have all kinds of things where they hit them and they beat them to make them be mean. So they have to try to fight them. And it is just, and this man is behind that action for animals. So please join him too. Next. Oh, vegan outrage. This, this is, um, Joe, and he he started a great group. He has these beautiful pamphlets you can see on the right here where they, they tell you why vegan and give you beautiful pictures of great menus too. So what we do is we take these little pamphlets and my friends and I go around different colleges around here and we hand them out. We hand out these little things so more people can get to know about why we need to be vegan. He has a whole bunch of different kinds, one on compassion and one on food, you know, just everything. So want to join vegan outreach if you want to help and be, you have to pick what you want and what your purpose is but if you have a choice i really recommend this you don't have to go out and pamphlet but you want to maybe support it thank you next oh actually it's jack norris not joe sorry skip my brain jack norris that was this is miyoko shinner she has miyoko's creamery unfortunately she's had it for a long time and she grew up from a zero business several 22,246 million or something. And just recently, uh, the board removed her. So we're, we're fighting that though. But uh, she did that by herself. And she also has a farm sanctuary called Rancho, Com Rancho Compassion. Wonderful lady. Next, please. Colleen Holland started Veg News. What a great magazine. You want to subscribe to that if you want to be compassionate. 
Thank you. Next. Dr. T. Colin Campbell. Oh my goodness. He is the reason millions of people are now vegan. Peter, he was seriously, he sold over 3 million copies of the China study, that book. Because in that book, you see, he did the research to show that if you gave the little rats, unfortunately, they had to use rats. If you gave rats dairy milk, the cancer would just go crazy. If you took the dairy out, the cancer went away. So, and he came, he was a dairy farmer in his family. So, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't biased even. He did the research and you could see the research. It's the most significant carcinogen we consume. That's worse than eating meat. I don't want you to eat meat, but dairy is your number one source for cancer. That's why I had cancer. I was eating so much cheese and ice cream and yogurt. That's where I got my cancer, which I no longer have because I don't eat that. Thank you. Next. This is, oh, my Chef AJ is a force in the world. Every day she has Chef AJ live on YouTube. You want to watch it. She says one doctor after another, after another nutritionist or people who have done miraculous things in the world of plants. She teaches a whole food plant exclusive diet. And you want to get to know Chef AJ and hear her. He and I do events together sometimes and separately too. But she's uh, she has several, like three books out that are fabulous, especially unprocessed. I'm holding in my hand. You want to get that book right there. If you want to eat healthy, get that book. Okay, next please. Oh, my friend Faik, he started a, a, the Vegan Stay where if you want to go somewhere like to New York and you want to stay, stay at uh, a farm sanctuary or a vegan household or a vegan hotel, he will help you book it. And half of the service fee, you get to pick which sanctuary the money goes to. It's to help build sanctuaries up. So it's not only fun for you, but the sanctuaries get, get funding from you using his group, The Vegan Stay. Thank you. Next. And then stop animal experimentation now. I've been a friend of theirs forever. And you want to join that group because oh, they can use your funds even a little bit every month, just a little tiny bit. Because this experimentation we do on animals is not okay. They blind the babies. You know, they take the babies from the mothers right away. And they, um, they just send them in water. They put them in chemicals. You know, it, it's not okay. We don't need any of it, but it makes money for a lot of drug companies. So they do it. So we need help. So join them and maybe even do things for them. Thank you. Next. So there's one of the animal experiments. You can see the terror on that baby's face. Next. This is the way it should be like this. Next. Yeah, more love. That's what we need, more love. More compassion for all the animals of each other. Next. So direct action everywhere. I'm actually going later today to a cow vigil. They do vigils like this. This this wasn't a vigil. My friend Wayne and Paul, Wayne is a lawyer, and they went into the biggest slaughterhouse 
in North Carolina and took two pigs in the night. They took two pigs in the night, stole the little babies from that slaughterhouse and they were arrested. And my friend, the lawyer, he was going to be, and Paul too, arrested for and put in jail for 10 years for stealing these two babies. And they went to trial finally and they won. So we're trying to expose it. They're trying to go to more places and steal more animals from cruelty because then we get exposed the cruelty going on behind closed doors. You don't know anything about slaughterhouses because they keep it so well hidden, don't they? Next, please. Oh, she's the founder. She's uh, founder was Wayne, but then Almir is running it right now. Thank you. Next. Fabulous lady. This is me at a um, at one of the pig vigils. We go to give them water before they go to slaughterhouse. It is so sad. I tell them, I'm so sorry, babies. I'm so they're only six months old, and a pig has a cognizance of a three year old child. They know their name by their by the time they're two weeks old. Not even a human baby does that, and they're just sweethearts. And we do these horrible things. So we say goodbye to them and give them water. Uh, we've stopped the trucks. They're three stories high, packed with pigs on top of each other in each story. They go through all kinds of weather for three days, hot and cold, no food or water, and then into slaughter. It's horrifying. Help me stop it. Thank you. Next. Oh, you can see how awful it is to see them. You, once you see this, you could never go back to eating bacon. Next, please. This is us at the slaughterhouse. Next, please. This is this is not right. Thank you. Next. This is I got arrested for this one. We were at the state capitol. When I was 76, I got arrested for holding a sign. Yeah. Spent the night in jail. Yeah. Jane Velez Mitchell interviewed me. <laughs> I was the oldest one, of course. <laughs> Next, please. There we are. Next, please. Next, please. We need the animal bill of rights. This lady does so much for the animals, too. Next, please. She's the biggest media we have. Unchained. Jane Unchained Media. Um... My animals don't scream. No animals scream to be on my plate. My food is is grown. It's not born. You gotta remember that. Your food needs to be grown, not born. Thank you, next. This is a horrifying one to me. And unfortunately, I've seen it. It is the most horrifying thing. I still have nightmares. Next, please. This is a mother cow running after her baby. Please, they're crying for each other. Horrifying. We wouldn't do that to a human mother or even to a, a dog. Well, sometimes we do it to dogs. In some countries, they eat dogs as well. Uh, next, please. This is what happens to the baby boys. They don't even get to see their suckle or mother at all. They get tied up in all kinds of weather to this little booth. They can't even touch each other. And it is... All they don't want their, their them to move at all because the muscles get too dark for veal, so they can't. They're not allowed to move, 
and they're stuck here from babies from birth on until they're killed to become veal that's the little boys next please i want you to know this and this is what their cages look like it's horrible next please this is a free-range chicken house and they've cut their beaks off it's like cutting your nose off and they grow them so big they can't stand up and then they <clears throat> then they um <clears throat> gas them to death you know it's horrible so you don't want to do this next please <clears throat> that's what they that's what they do to them as babies next please next please That's from an egg farm. Next, please. I want you to know they feel pain too, in case you don't know yet. Thank you, next. That's what they do to the baby boys. If you're born a male chick, you're, you're ground up alive in a, a macerator or suffocated, either one. Thank you, next, please. I want you to know the truth. Leg of lamb doesn't look so good now. <clears throat> does it they're the sweetest ever too next please um they think fish don't feel pain you know we call fish fish because we don't think much of them and we call chicken chicken because we think they're kind of scatterbrained but we don't call cows we cows in the store we call it beef and we don't call pigs pigs because we don't want to think of a pig when we eat it so we call it pork pork and beef so you can't visualize it you don't call it deer you call it veal you know it's really horrible what we do to fish thank you and the cows eat more than we do this man yeah Jonathan next Jonathan next Jonathan Balcom wrote this wonderful book what a fish knows you will not eat fish again when you find out they can recognize you and know who you are by the way and just stick them in little cages or little bowls of water is not a good thing either. I didn't know that for years. Next, please. That's what it feels like. It's not, they feel so much pain with that. Next, please. Feels like that if it were us, only we'd be pulled underwater. They're pulled out of water. Next, please. This is what we should be teaching our children, not to eat some meat on a plate but to be loving to the animals because they love to be loved just like children do. Next, please. Yeah, kindness to animals. That's what we teach our children. Next, please. Next, please. Next, please. Honey is one people, oh, it doesn't hurt the animals. Well, actually, it does. They actually take the wings off the queen bee so she can't fly away. They put sugar in instead of honey and it makes the bees sick uh, to keep them there. And then they they sometimes burn the hives in the winter because they don't need them. Anyway, it's not a good thing to eat honey. We're still avoiding messing up the whole system we have. And um, we need bees and we need not to hurt them or harm them. Thank you. Next. See animals as someone and not something. Next, please. Live your truth, find your purpose, and don't worry about what people think about you. Some people say, 
And I know I have friends like this actually today who are vegan, but they never say a word. And that's okay with me as long as they're vegan. But the reason they don't say anything is because they're worried about what people will think of them. Like they're different, that they don't fit in. And I'm sorry, that means you need a little more confidence, I think. But I have a lot of confidence in this area because I'm talking about it constantly. I went to get my tire fixed yesterday because it had a nail in it. And the man helping me was a young guy, <clears throat> probably 35, I'd say. And I said, are you vegan yet? While I was paying him. And he said, no. Oh, no, I, I know. Here's what he said first. He said, what are you doing this weekend? And I said, well, actually, I'm going to a cow vigil. Do you know what that is? He said, no. And I explained what a cow vigil was. And then I said, because I've been vegan for 35 years, I got rid of all my health problems. And if you, you want to be vegan, too, I, and I said, well, I never thought about it. I said, well, listen, watch What the Health and Dominion, those two movies. And then here's my card. You, you write to me. You're done with the movies free to transition over to the healthiest diet on the planet. And, and he was happy about it. I don't know if he'll go follow through, but Hey, I planted a seed, didn't I? And I do that all day long where in the grocery store, wherever I am. And I hope that you will do that too. I hope you will also join my group, the Sacramento vegan society, no matter where you live. Uh, it's a meetup group because we put on live events and online events. So you can always get something out of it. And then also join my, my um, website, Vegan Mentor. Go there and you can sign up and become part of my group there. And you can even get coaching if you need it. So um, I'm, I'm a member of all kinds of these animal rights groups. Every money, I'm so broke. I pay money to each one because I have to. Peter, I have to do it. <laughs> it, it. It's just, when I see the animals, I just go, okay, here's some money. <laughs> Not very much, but I give everybody some, right? So I'm hoping that you will also feel that power and need to not only get yourself well, but then after you do that, before she, that's number one. you got to get yourself well. And in the meantime, you're helping the animals just by not eating them. But I can help you learn to eat which plant foods to eat and which not processed foods not to eat. And I help you with that. So I'm hoping that this helps everybody with learning some maybe different ways that you could join groups or be a part of this process. Join wedidit.health for certain and, and get started because we need to get this message out so we have a planet. I really don't want my 22-year-old to have any children right now. My granddaughter, my granddaughter. Right now, I would like her to wait on having children because I'm worried. I'm really worried about this earth, this planet that we're not going to survive. But if we all work together and do this together, we can do it. We can make a change. We can get it up beyond 1% in the global world. We can get the United States right up there with the UK. We want to be part of this and, and move it along because we have to we have to to survive and to also feel great. It doesn't it feel great, Peter, to feel great? It feels I'm, great to feel great. 
Yeah, I know you lost, you you had some changes in your life too. Yes, thank you. Yes, I I I changed my diet. I lost 50 pounds, my triglycerides, my blood work, my cholesterol all all were off the charts too high and they they've come to normal. So absolutely every everybody I believe everybody who who changes to a whole food plant-based diet uh, will lose weight, get healthy. I, I don't I don't know if there's any exceptions. There's always exceptions to everything, but I, I'll bet you it's as close to 100% as, as oh, possible. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. Um, you know, for me, what you're representing here, and you're doing such amazing work, and, and the list of groups that you're supporting and representing, and the way you put yourself out there, Linda, is just absolutely amazing. I am so honored to to be able to work with you, to have you be part of our, our team and, and our supporters, and, and so thrilled. And I'm just everything that you've presented today it's it's amazing your your energy your your contribution your support everybody's so fortunate to have you as a friend and as a supporter and you, you're Peter. you're tireless you're you're you <laughs> gone forever I, um, I have a lot of energy well you you well, must be plant-based right <laughs> you want energy like me and you want oh by the way you want muscles yeah muscles too you have to work yeah. out for that. You have to work out for that. You know, you I'm an aerobic instructor too and a personal trainer. And I kick butt. My clients not only have to eat right, they have to exercise. You don't, you start slowly, but I build you up. You're amazing. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for that. And thank you so much and, for having me. Yes, and and it's it's for sure I would add that. I have no doubt that the next evolution in human consciousness is about being vegan. There's, there's just no way that it's where we are as humans and growing and 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 evolving. It has to be part of our our consciousness. There's just, you know, just just is. I, it's so clear to me that 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 is. And you're certainly a leader helping bring that about. And well, thank you so much, Peter. I'm so glad I can do what I do. And I couldn't if I had died 35 years ago, which I was projected to do. I was projected to be dead 35 years ago because Amazing. of the cancer, because of the heart disease, because of the obesity. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize that having extra fat is not just having extra fat. And I'm not fat shaming here, but I'm just saying people who have extra fat like I did and like you did, when you have extra fat, it grows cancer cells grows excess estrogen in your body and those go to change your dna into cancer so i'm thinking my extra weight and my dairy consumption were the two things that put me over the edge you know into cancer yes. so yes yeah we have to be aware of that Yes. So here's here's a comment we've had some really beautiful comments here but Metali the sad thing is I, I believe yes we all do and and knowing her is loving her she's she's amazing kids are naturally born compassionate what a great point Matali but the education system the programming our society really takes that away and it's so sad so if we can just get to the children get protect children to be themselves so it's it's they're they're the victims of of all this also for in their belief systems and 
And I know how, how amazing it is. Children, yes, they're compassionate. Would you like to talk about that just a little bit? Me? Yes. Um, I would like you all to know about my friend, Trisha Shields, who started a group just recently called Compassion Rising. Compassion Rising is just that, to get kids educated through their parents into how to be compassionate to animals and to eat a whole thing, a whole food plant diet. So this Compassion Rising group is something I think is going to be one system that we have. And another thing that we have is Dr. Salish Rao, who is doing so much for um, starting vegan universities. So we can get the young people who are not even parents yet to get this information in college anywhere. So at least he has that going in college systems. He knows, like you do, Metalli, we have to change the systems. The systems have to change until, you know, I my doctor's uh, vegan, but I was trying, before I had him, I was trying to train my doctors in it. And it was really hard because they never got the information in medical school. They get four hours of nutrition. It's not even the correct nutrition. So no wonder that our uh, they are able to tell to tell their patients how to get well. There's no money in it either. You get money in drugs and you get money in surgery, but you don't get any money by people well. If they're well, they don't come to see you. I only go to see my doctor to check and see how he is. That's all. He's not Absolutely. checking me. I'm checking him. You're checking him. Yes. Well, our our healthcare system's really a sick care system. It's it's to take care of being sick and and not about keeping people healthy. Is yeah. So yeah. I don't want to get started on that. That's not <laughs> that's a rabbit hole not to get into. But yeah. Uh, and so, I think I think with with people in college learning about it, and then with the Compassion Rising group, we can get it in preschools. You know get the parents and the children involved, then we get more children learning about this. I remember when I tried to teach my daughter to eat chicken in a jar. She wouldn't eat it. When she was little, she didn't want to eat that chicken. I said, you have to, honey. You want strong bones. You want to be healthy. I told her she had to eat it. <laughs> then she could have her dessert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. I didn't know. We didn't know. Yeah. Yes, and and now we're now we know, and now we're looking to to show everybody else. And and exactly. you're doing such a magnificent job of that. And oh, that's that's our yes, our work is is to plant these seeds, like you you mentioned in your presentation. We we have we need to help people really understand the truth. And uh, any way we you, can, any way we can. You Every know, way I mean, we there's can. There's so many different ways now. Yeah. You can write articles in the newspaper. You can, you know, you can do simple things you don't even have to leave your home for. And you can just financially support everybody who does things if you can. If I had a lot of money, man, I know exactly where it would go. It wouldn't be even for my own kids' education. It would be it would be to get the animals help. Beautiful. Had, yeah. Beautiful. So, it, and um, I, I look forward to spending more time with you and, and, and uh, to your, your being part of what we're working on, our community. And 
I uh, I hope that you'll you'll be a frequent visitor and and um, you and I I know we've talked about you hosting uh, a series starting in May uh, mm-hmm. about animal rescues and animal sanctuaries and yeah. you know you mentioned some in in your presentation and these stories do need to be told and and yes. people need to see them so I'm so excited for for all the things that you're contributing globally and all the ways you're you're contributing to our community. The, Thank you, Peter. The, I've been around a long time. <laughs> yes. So that helps because I know a lot of people because I have been around for so long. Yes. You know? So and, many uh, people and everybody thinks the world of you and, oh, and you've reached you, so Peter. many people. You're you're so loved and I'm I'm I so appreciate you being in, in our lives and, and in my life. And oh uh, thank you, Peter. I'm really proud of you too for doing I mean, you jump right in, I mean, and just skyrocketing. So that is amazing. Beautiful. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for, for joining us. It's the top of the hour, so we need to wrap it up. And, and please join us, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and, and watch for all the things coming up. We're, we're working to build a community that that brings everybody together. We're building a platform to amplify everybody's voice and everybody's passion. So together we can change the world. So thank you, Linda. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for coming. Thank you. Yes. Namaste, vegan. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye.